0: This is Beyond the Here and Now. I'm your host, Antonia Lau, and this is the show that will take you a moment to wrap your heads around new thought, new thinking, new ideologies than you've been taught to think and to believe about yourself, the world around you, and your place in it. Today's topic, we're going to talk about the December 21st, 2012 deadline and beyond. Now, this is important when I say the word beyond, not just for the name and the title of the program, but for that statement. First of all, I want everybody to get over the date, December 21st, 2012, because you see, our powers that be, or the elite, are so thrilled that you're just as confused as can be about that date, and that's exactly what they want you to do. There are, I will tell you this, yes, I can guarantee. After deep researching on this since 1976, I did a five-year deep research. Because you see, because you know that I'm a hard and fast skeptic. I wanted to disprove this myth of major earth cataclysmic change. Well, after the study, scientifically, geographically, spiritually, metaphysically, I found that it was real. Now, I'm not trying to scare you. You see, we are here for those who wish to. There is a way through this successfully. I didn't say it was going to be easy. I didn't say that it was going to be with no work. But for those that are on the team here for rebuilding, I'm going to speak to you. Not those that are in fear for their lives. I don't have any time. All right? And I also don't have time to convince anyone. I don't need to. But those of us that do know that there's something ahead, I want to address exactly why so you can prepare successfully. Because what I've seen is there are a lot of charlatans or misinformation going out that could end your life. Now, I will step back and state that this is very important because my base is now relocated outside of California for building safe communities throughout the world. Now, again, I've studied this and watched this for more than 40 years to see the tangible earth changes happen, not hearsay. So why would you keep listening to somebody that looks at the situation for a couple of minutes, a couple of hours, a couple of weeks, and then decides it's not going to happen? Now, the major earth changes are happening as we speak and will continue to exponentially increase from now through 2012 and beyond, as Earth goes through her natural course of change. This is her natural growth pattern. Yes, scientists realize she has changed her axis, and actually she's changed her north and south pole direction, location 131 times in Earth's 4.5 billion year history. And each time, it's meant a major cataclysm on the Earth's surface. It also means that there's a metaphysical or spiritual change happening to all of us. You see, on the planet, we're a three-dimensional world. We change mind, body, and soul. Now, you didn't know this because I had not discussed this on the air, but back in May, May 20th, I was asked to do a workshop at Mount Shasta. May 20th was a 26,000-year Grand Pleiadian eclipse 26,000 years it took that long to get around that meant through uh, uh, not just astronomy the placement of that location of that eclipse the location of uh, as an advanced astrology what it does to all of us it has an impact each one separately on their our lives for the next 18 months from that date it also impacts the world and that one hadn't been seen for for 26,000 years. Oddly enough, the Earth herself makes changes, great changes, in her physical appearance every 26,000 years. There are other cycles that break that down, break that down. But this is an interesting thing because I was really wonderfully um, delighted to to go to Mount Shasta to do this. I hadn't been before. Now, I, was, I did the workshop that was well-attended, over a couple hundred people. I'm thankful for those in attendance. We got a lot of information out. And then, of course, I was always there to do private or professional readings uh, for them that time frame. The interesting thing is the day of the eclipse, because that was over the weekend of Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the day of the eclipse, May 20th, I had an intuitive punch or hunch or being intuitively spoken to or told to take my camera during the time we were actually, uh, the 200 of us are out there, viewing the eclipse. And there, I was along with 23 other speakers, um, the likes of Dr. Carl Johann Callum and the foremost authority on the Mayan calendar, Sean David Morton with his own show, and over 200 appearances on Coast to Coast with uh, uh, George Norrie, uh, along with several other, uh, from Terry Cole Whitaker uh, to, I mean, well-known speakers from Jim um, uh, from to uh, Mike Barra. There were several, okay, but Again, uh, granted, uh, I was thankful to be in that company. However, I'm sitting there, and we're all watching with the little 3D glasses. We're watching, and I see the eclipse taking place that afternoon. Bright, and you can't stare at the sun as we speak anyway, but this was even brighter because of the intensification of that eclipse. It was a solar eclipse, so the sun involving, and, of course, the moon passing between the earth and the sun. The interesting thing is we're watching through the glasses and lenses, everybody's excited because we know this is a big event and physically or metaphysically we know it has big implications. Well, something tells me on the inside very strongly to take my cell phone, 8 pixel camera, and to take a camera picture of the eclipse as it's happening. Well, I don't look, I can't look, it's too bright, you don't want to burn the redness. And I put the camera up, and I click, click, click a few. And I take it down to look, and I show it to a colleague. And I'm looking again, and in in that colleague stated, of also in a great astronomer, a galactic astronomer, uh, Eric Starwalker. And he mentioned, it's interesting because he said, oh, well, there you go. There's Nibiru right there. And I looked on the outside of the planet, on the outside of the picture, outside the sun, where you could see actually the eclipse happening in process right there. Right near the sun was a small sphere, totally round, just like another planet. Actually, it is. With red dust all around the screen. It wasn't lens flare. It wasn't something wrong with the camera. It was actually the red dust. I looked very carefully. I happened later on that day to uh, look at another friend's picture um, that literally was there at the, the conference, and he showed me his iPhone picture, different little, not as good a camera as I had, but on my cell phone. But what ended up happening was it showed that same sphere surrounded with red dust. You see, folks, that is the brown dwarf star, it has several names. It's called literally Hercules by Edgar Cayce. It's also called throughout history in the Bible, Nibiru or Nibiru. It's called the Planet X. And in the 1960s, it was a big deal when astronomers realized that it was going to enter our atmosphere as it always does and enter our orbit as it always does. It was big news in 1960, in fact. It was on the cover of Popular Science magazine in 1961 because it was going to enter our orbit again in 50 years. And what would happen? What would be the outcome? And then it went in out of... um, You know, out of popularity. They even mentioned it is now in our orbit on CNN. Once. And it was taken down. That was August of 2011. Now, I'm going to suggest something here. Because I had wondered why that Saturday before, when I was uh, driving to the conference from another hotel, to the conference location, I wondered why there were chemtrails just above Mount Shasta, small little town, 3,600 people. Why would the government waste time and put a cup four chemtrails above that mountain and all either side? I thought that's What are they trying to obscure with the chemtrails? You know, they're not jet trails. Jet trails only last 10 to 15 seconds behind the plane. Chemtrails uh, last quite some time, and they now smooth out and spread out to fake, look like uh, fake or faux clouds. So we won't discover. But we know you can go on the Internet and find more information about the chemtrails. And it happened again that Sunday, but in a little different location. I said, what are they trying to obscure from us? What is the deal? What are they trying to do? That was in the back of my mind earlier that day. Well, when I noticed what I had caught on film, I couldn't believe it. It was the actual planet, the brown dwarf star. Now, you must know something. That planet is five times the size of Earth. Now, you want to do your own research, but be discerning. There's a lot of garbage out there. So I want you to always be discerning in the knowledge. This planet, throughout history, enters our orbit, or Earth's orbit. It enters in an elliptical orbit right through our own orbit every 3,600 years. Yeah, every 3,600 years. And if you'll know throughout history, you can go back, scientific evidence that there is a cataclysm on the Earth, every 3,600 years. Now, it's not going to bombard or impact the planet or knock it out. What happens is it just hits our orbit. However, it's five times the size of Earth. Now, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but I've watched this in my studies to watch these Earth changes since my five-year study back in '76 For a 40-year period of time, I've been watching this for tangible clues about these Earth changes. And yes, I have seen many. This is confirmed. What I found was that every time there is a major cataclysm every 3,600 years on the planet, planet-wide. So what happens is in the last three to five years, as I was stating, the Earth, mag- the Earth, her own magnetic force field, the Van Allen belts, that shield has been receding. So the, the magnetic field around the Earth is completely diminished today, where it was three to five years ago. And that's scientific data. Anybody can look and find that information. So our magnetic field is lessening, and that's really what happens when she changes her magnetic north and south pole and her crustal north and south pole position, or the axis change. Now, what is interesting about this is when that planet enters our field or atmosphere, it always naturally has a pattern, since it comes around all the time, every 3,600 years, and it comes down past our planet and goes underneath, and its north pole goes under our south pole. But remember, it's five times the size of Earth. So their gravitational field is much stronger. And it will lift our South Pole up, which is exactly confirming the information that I was given in deep detail. You can go on YouTube on Beyond the Here and Now's channel and find that, that um, where I describe that waking dream of vivid detail about Cape Town being the new, so, uh, the new uh, South Pole. So this confirmed, and there's another NASA scientist that used to work for NASA that confirms about the path of of um, the Brown Dwarf Star or Planet X or Nibiru. There's a lot of faux garbage out there too, so be careful, again, be discerning. But this is real, and that's just one of the symphony or potpourri of events that we have for Mother Earth that she's going to be going through that is natural for her to have this process. She always goes through this every so often, and that often time is as we speak. Now, doctor Kal Carl-Johan Kallman had corrected his calculation and said that we had entered that period of time for this great change that affects us uh, on a planetary basis, economically, through uh, power structures as well as food basis, and culturally, as the Mayans, the ancient Mayans, not the contemporary Mayans, discussed. He said we hit that October twenty-eighth, two 2011. Because of the changes in our own calendar system, now the Mayan calendar, the ancient calendar, was more accurate than our own present day calendar. It clocked every eclipse, solar and lunar, and is accurate to the fault today, as well as what's going to be happening. Uh, how can I say it with those eclipse patterns? It clocked the travel of Venus and several other things, and we even mirror our own observatories based on the Mayan observatory that was done. Thousands of years ago, a few thousand years ago. Now, the contemporary Mayans don't have a clue. They have their lineage, their, you know, how can I say, diluted back down to the current Mayans today, but they've forgotten some of the process. If you go to Egypt today and ask a contemporary Egyptian how the pyramids were built, uh, that do they align with Pleiadian, uh, is there a geometric structure to the they wouldn't be able to tell you, because they're contemporary Egyptians. They didn't build it. So you really can't listen to the contemporary Mayans, because they don't have all the information. But I would suggest by following the Earth's patterns, the Earth's history, you'll find that at this period of time she enters also, not only we have the brown dwarf star coming around in our orbit, she is entering, as we speak, the galactic center which Nostradamus talks about and this happens every 26,000 years through that center are great things that will be happening to our planet as she goes through a dimensional change as well as changes on her surface through the geopathic stresses that will happen on the planet we're going to be talking today about those plan those planetary changes and how you can be safe yes very safe And live through this comfortably, as comfortably as possible, and rebuild. We're going to pause for a little break. We'll be back in just a moment.
1: We play favorites. Indy 100. Why is crime out of control in L.A.? I don't know. I I don't know. Because they don't have the Burbank police. Hats off to our hardworking men and women of law enforcement. Okay, guys, you can stop running that radar gun when I get off work. Twenty years ago, the Americans with Disabilities Act was signed into law. It helped renew the promise that here in America, we're defined not by our limitations, but by our potential. As we celebrate the 20th anniversary of this historic legislation, It's important to remember that we're still fulfilling that promise. We've come a long way since 1990, and I'm committed to making even more progress in the years ahead. Visit disability.gov to see how you can help. Brought to you by the American Association of People with Disabilities and the Ad Council. If you're a veteran of Iraq or Afghanistan, like me, coming home can be harder than expected, but it turns out I wasn't alone. At IAVA.org, there's There's a free free online community community of thousands of vets who've got your back. back. Whether it's managing the transition home or or everyday everyday stuff
0: like finding a nice sweater for my dog. Sweater? (laughs) Okay,
1: maybe not that. Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America is there for you. Join our community at IAVA.org. We've got your back. Brought to you by IAVA and the Ad Council. Here comes more great independent music on Burbank Community Radio. choice of the iPod generation all music all genres all indeed. because music fans deserve better
0: and we're back this is of course beyond the here now I'm your host Antonia Lau and you can find more information about me and the subject we're talking about today the major earth changes for 2012 and beyond yes they are happening but not on December 21st. But you can find more information about me and those things and more articles about that great detail at InTheSecretGarden.com. Specifically, the homepage as well as the videos I have there and a specific page for 2012, page 7 on my website. great detail in the center section, just scroll down in the middle tab. And then on the right, all those tabs, there are tons of articles and things that I want you to see that I've put up for your benefit. And I'm very happy to have again, once again in studio, Dave Raxall. And Dave has his own company and his own work and things we're all doing. But in the midst of these changes, we live a life and we prepare. So Dave is with me because he's been working with me on this project of building safe communities for these major changes. Thank you and welcome again on the show, Dave.
2: Pleasure being here.
0: Now, we talked a little bit about just a few of those physical changes that will be happening. And, yes, we want to talk about the spiritual changes, too, for just a bit. We are growing to understand, like uh, I would just suggest, in the Renaissance period. It went from the Dark Ages to all of a sudden this Enlightened period where we had science and knowledge just expanding all over the place and exploding Mm -hmm. all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Because it's a conscious thought, kind of like beehive mentality. Well, that's what's getting ready to happen with the fluctuation right now. With people, we'll be able to sense things. Our intuition is opening. We now realize when the governments are feeding us a load of bull. We can tell. Well, many more of us are, bit by bit. We now should know that 9-11 was an inside job by the American shadow government. We should know. But it's out there. It's researched. And so more and more people are aware. But 70% of the population is still unaware. They believe what they see on TV. Well,
2: I think what really needs to happen is, is people have to follow the gut feel. You know, I mean, if you go to a party, for example, you meet 20 people you've never met before, at the end of the night, you know which ones like you and which ones don't. They don't have to say, I don't like you. Right. And the same thing happens with this stuff. You have a, an inbuilt sense of what's right and what's wrong. And almost everybody I speak to on this particular subject all feel that there's something big going down. They just don't know what it is. And they're getting conflicting information from lots of different sources. And it's who to believe.
0: What is interesting is, I want to confirm to the audience uh, what I've seen here to confirm these changes. I had been looking for safe um, locations and residences, and I found a really great source, and that was the uh, end of 2000, uh, uh, let's see, yes, the end of 2011, the, the fall of 2011. And I found this great company and it said, we are no longer able to take public uh, projects on for building underground bunkers because we are too busy with the uh, projects for the government. They are a Department of Defense subcontractor. And then another friend was asked at that time about December if they wanted to appear in a uh, TV show. And that TV show was a documentary about people preparing and being safe during these major changes. Well, he went to that show, and he was there with filming from 10 in the morning till 8 at night. And it happened to be in Gardena, California, at an industrial area, where this um, company retrofits oil gas tanks from underneath the gas station, and he retrofits them um, to be rebuilt to underground bunkers. Well, the phone kept ringing off the hook during filming, and the guy had to answer it. He said he was so busy with business, he had on ex- had to add on extra men, more time. He couldn't keep up with the demand. Guess who his biggest customers are? U.S. government. He gets at least two U.S. military every couple of days placing orders. So, my friends... You see, the government is planning. The elite already have 129 bunkers, and that's confirmed by my association and friendship now with George Green, uh, who go. you can see his interviews online as well about this, what their plan is, which is pretty heinous during these changes. So we not only have the physical changes happening, we have the elite with the shadow government trying to dominate and control because they have their own agenda. They want the world population down to 500 million people. There's seven billion at this time. So the shadow government has their own plan, and there's the military controlled by the shadow government. Now, they're making sure they're safe. How come they're not telling the rest of us? Because they don't want you around. Because during these cataclysms or earth changes, there's a problem with water, food, and infrastructure will be totally broken down. So they can't have you running around uh, eating their food and taking their water because it's a limited basis. So they've already planned. In fact, when I met George Green before he had come on the ship, he said he was contacted by an old friend from the meetings he went to for, with the elite. He was one of the elite for many years until he had a moral and a, uh, a spiritual epiphany and tries to help all of us. He said, George, did you get your ticket? He said, what ticket? He said, the, one of the 35000 tickets they're giving for us and our families for the underground bunker in Pine Gap, Australia. Interesting. That's just one of their bunkers. Now, if you go deeply in, in, on the Internet, you'll find there's tons of bunkers. Now, this is important. Why are people going underground? Now, I want you to understand, if you think you can get in your basement and have your little bug out bag, you're not going to make it. I'm sorry. I don't care what material you've been getting. It's been biased. They're, they're making a buck. They may have good intentions. Maybe not. But you cannot. Because this earth... These Earth changes, literally based on the Brown Dwarf star herself and going through the galactic center, that impact, literally through the galactic center, there are 350 units, or sorry, 350 trillion units of gamma radiation happening as we go through that little tunnel. We live on the surface normally with 700 million. And right now, because this, the sun is in the middle of our solar system, all planets are going through this galactic center, in our orbit, all planets in our little planetary system, in our solar system, and the sun is going through major solar flares that have been knocking out cell phone, have been knocking out, um, how can I say it, your internet and cable, that's what's been knocking it out, those literally coronal mass ejections with major solar flaring. It's going to intensify as we go through that hole called the galactic center. But she always goes through that when she makes a dimensional change, when she makes a major physical crustal change as well. She goes right through there. Now get this, the global warming issue. That global warming issue, literally, that was a bill of goods the elite sold us to make us feel guilty. Every planet in the solar system, as we get ready to go through this galactic center, is warming. It happens naturally when you go through a confined space. It is naturally occurring on every planet. Their axes are also shifting on an angle as we get headed toward that area. Now, this has happened 137 times, 82 crustal changes that are noted, and north and south pole changes 131, 32 times. So, what happens? No, no, the Earth doesn't end. No, it's not going to be impacted by the Brown Dwarf Star. It's going to be impacted just basically from the magnetic field picking up our own weakened field. And as we go through the galactic center, there's material and other bodies that are kind of stuck in that center that we go through, plus the radiation, plus the Sun going crazy with the coronal mass ejections and solar flaring. So the surface of the Earth will probably be scourged, you can expect, by everything burning up on surface. The radiation itself, from the 350 trillion units of radiation, literally will be, how can I say it, pretty intense. So you have to be under at least 14 inches of dirt that filters radiation. Now this isn't just for a couple, of two, three days. This requires much more time than that. This could be six months to a year to two. Now, why can't you be in your basement? Because you and your wife and your kids, you're not enough. Because as we know, with society, as you know, Dave, mm-hmm. if everybody's coming, how can I say it, if they're, the world is in chaos, people are going to leave the cities to hunt down food. And that's the new term we call zombie. The U.S. government has as a protocol the zombie protocol that they've been discussing for a couple of years. It doesn't mean the living dead. <laughs> what it means is zombies are those people that didn't prepare. They're wanting to find food, and they will kill you to take yours. They'll take whatever you've got to prepare that you've prepared. So even if you're outside the city, in your basement, You're not going to make it. It will only take them a matter of time for them to come out of the cities and get to your place. And you think because you're, you know, in an isolated area, they're not going to find you? Oh, yes, they will when they're hungry and wanting for food and water. Oh, yes, they will. Now, that's just the people, let alone our own government. The U.S. government, January 2012, passed a law that they can hold you without any cause for any length of time that they want. So, all those FEMA camps that are eff- that literally are all around, the, um, are literally located in every uh, place in our country, that are uh, able to hold 50,000 people and more, have been sitting vacant for a few years, are ready to go. So, when we have these crustal changes, and you've seen, you have to download Earthquake 3D to see what I'm talking about. It's free. And then it's already set on half a day. Slide the little slider down to seven days, zero, from zero, middle of zero to seven. You see all the activity for the earth changes. And then go on to see the volcanic activity. There's some 28 that are in yellow and red right now. These are earth changes that they're not talking about on the news because they want to make sure they're safe and they could care less about you. So, the elite have their hundred twenty nine bunkers. The government are building bunkers in Russia. They're building them at the rate of last fall as at, at uh, how can I say it, some five thousand before that end of that year. let alone our own military. we have proof right here firsthand. So, how to be safe now this is again because of my guidance. Now, I'm not just a psychic that just does you know personal readings for clients throughout my years of doing the work as a professional. I have been given brilliant information about world changes. And I've only given that information to perhaps in the past with people that were there uh, wanting that information. Most people ask about themselves or their lives. They told me when people were worried about the Y2K thing, 96, 98, the, all this stuff, I said, no, not to worry. Basically, all you need to know, as I was told, at the, I was told that time by the guides, that literally... We would start to see the major earth changes happen in 2005, January 2005 specifically. What happened five days before in December 2004? We had the Sumatra earthquake and tsunami. I'd I'd say they're pretty good (laughs) to give me that information back at that time. So I trust them throughout my personal readings for my clients and for world events. And that's not the only world event they showed me. They showed me the Twin Tower events months before it was to happen and take place. They've shown me, I said all these other, and literally, I can say, they've shown me a couple of years ago, the South Pole being uh, changing, and now that would be Cape Town. You can go, as I said, on internet and watch that. But Dave is here as one of those that is quite interested in, in helping effectively build safe communities. I will literally help any group around the world to do so. But I want you to understand to watch it. When I hear people say, or you know, how can I say it, uh, hoarding, uh, not hoarding, but uh, preparing with uh, saving rice and beans and legumes and bags, I'm thinking, what are you doing? <laughs> you won't have enough water to reconstitute those to make them edible. When I see them buying thousands of dollars worth of bad MRE food or even... It's not good for you. It's garbage food. It's dead food. It won't give you the vital nutrition you need. And it's not going to last. You still need water to reconstitute that. And the water is going to be the new money, folks. Water and food, then toilet paper, then soap, then toothbrushes. That'll be the new money. So... You can sit on all you want if you want on your, I can say, if you want to focus on um, your your savings or your investments. But you see the elite have a plan, as you see, the, for the economic collapses anyway. And then these major changes are happening. They're trying to force or push the third world, or, world war on you. Yeah. All these things that they're planning to make sure you have a demise and I'm saying you have a right to stay. We're going to tar- talk about more about coming up, about being safe, just what you need to do. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome.
1: Even the music we play that sucks is better than what's playing on big radio in Los Angeles. <laughs> music fans deserve better. Independent music is our format. Andy Indie. 100. Attention, indie music producers. Studiomixlessons.com is proud to present the three simple steps to amazing home recordings. This is a 100% free video training series designed to help you get the most out of your home or project studio. Visit studiomixlessons.com today to learn the secrets that will unlock the full potential of the gear you already own. Studiomixlessons.com, making great music sound amazing. All genres, all indie, indie one hundred,
0: and we're back. This is of course beyond the here now. Today's topic we've been talking about being safe through these real, not imagined, earth changes that will be happening between now and have been in two thousand twelve and beyond. It's not just a one night. It's not just spring, and then it's summer, folks. It happens over time, and this time is quickening because, you see, we have more natural disasters happening all over the world that they haven't been telling you about. The last segment we talked about, giving you information about how to be safe. I'm working right now. Dave Raxaw is sitting here. We've been working together with several people, making sure there is an opportunity for safe community. This is one of my, like I said, benefits after my deep research, to teach you just what you need to be safe. You will not be able to live on surface. Now I was just given another piece of information. I'm going to share on air for the first time. I will also record it later on for for YouTube, so you can pick it up there as well. I was given another waking dream earlier this spring. I hadn't been given another one about the location since uh, Cape Town two years ago, July 2010. Well, this is what they showed me in that waking dream. I was at a location I didn't had never been to before. It was in a remote location outside of a um, a rural area. And I was in a house that was basically vacant. That was two stories, uh, not much in the house. It had white uh, siding on it. And I could see the grass outside was brown from where it had been beaten down from rain or snow and had melted off or something like that. And the time was 3.32. I was in the house, middle of the afternoon, 3.32, sun overhead. And all of a sudden, as I'm in the house, it goes completely immediately... Like that, it changed and went dark completely, just like that. And stars were overhead, it was night sky. That, uh oh, here we are. This is the changes. As you know, it happens in a twinkling of an eye that same day. So I realized, uh oh, this is it. Well, I had prepared, I could tell that I already prepared that location or place to be, and I was just going to pick up a last few items and then take my little. Uh, I went to, I guess it was a Home Depot or a Lowe's. And, and in the literal dream, not, this is a waking dream, very little, I don't have symbolic dreams. What ends up happening is the people were very quiet. They all knew something was up. Because it was 3.32 in the afternoon, wherever I was, and it was now night. So no one spoke, but you could, have, they, they had that feeling, what the heck? They all knew something was up. They were doing their last-minute prep because they knew something was going to be up. Sure enough, I walked back, and uh, someone was with me and i pulled uh, I was pulling the last bag or a couple suitcases down the road to going where I was supposed to be located for that point of safety and I was awake uh, but just as i 'm going down the road, all of a sudden it went to sun again overhead, so it was sun, then night, then sun in a matter of a few hours which is exactly what is supposed to happen. People think there's going to be two suns. No. It'll be sun, then the new position, when she flips on her axis, and then flips again. How can I say it? In her change, what happens is it's sun, then night, then sun, on one side of the earth. And if you're on the other side, it'll be night, then sun, then night. This will happen over a matter of hours, not several days. Now, once she does that movement, She will stop, as she always does, on her axis. For three days, she will stop. She doesn't move. And there will be several magnetic north or south poles shooting, as they always do, before one will settle. But in the meantime, when she stops on the planet, do you understand just the atmosphere alone? We should learn this from 8th grade science. Come on. You should know that the atmosphere travels around the Earth at 1,100 miles per hour. Right, Dave? Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is at 1,100 miles per hour, that's the speed that she'll still be going. Even though the planet stops, the atmosphere will still be traveling. No flat architecture will last. You got it? None. No rectilinear architecture, the, what we see, the flat four walls, will last. The, the winds themselves will be 300 to 700 miles per hour. While she stops for those three days.
2: Now, oh, what what would that be in comparison to, say, for example, a tornado or something?
0: A tornado is normally clocked under a 100-some miles, hurricanes 100 to 150, and those are class 3 and 4.
2: Well, look at the damage they do. And that, look at that, the that, damage. Yeah.
0: Wow. Now, this is worldwide, mm. let alone remember we have the coronal mass ejections and the solar flares on the surface. On top scoring or sc- how can I say it uh, sc- uh, scoring the earth with by flame mm. just too much intensity mm. so we have that going on plus the radiation but we can if we build the dome structures and on my website I have several listed that you can do inexpensively on a DIY get out there and work yes on the weekends you can do this So what I'm just going to suggest is get uh, you will need, no community by itself will be successful unless there are at least 100 people. No more than a couple hundred. Because you see our lovely shadow government will seek you out after these changes, and their plan is to eradicate you and that group. So you have to be hidden. It has to be secreted. But this is all what I will be. I have workshops we have scheduled. We'll be doing, like uh, I said, around the, the country, around the world. Literally, all you have to do is contact me at in the if you want more data, more information on this. Go to my website and just put info at in the So if you want to have some skill set that you want to be rebuilding, be a pioneer, you can rebuild because at that impact, of all these great changes, not just one impact, but several things happening at once, there is no way that the world won't be changed. And I mean physically. So the ancient Mayans, not the contemporary ones, the ancient Mayans were giving us that warning. And based on their level of accuracy, I want to suggest we do so. And based on my level of accuracy with what they've shown me before and with my clients, I'm going to suggest, yes, you can be safe. now safe locations. The safest is going to be Canada and Australia, but no place on earth is without its own travail or issues, each one different based on what that area between volcanic activity and volcanic ash and solar flaring and where it hits. No place is safe, the water levels. So I would suggest no coastal areas be within 250 miles from the coast. It doesn't matter the height Because you understand, that mountain got there, science used to think it happened over several thousands of years, mountains. No, it happens in one fell swoop and then stays like that for thousands of years. So that mountain, the top you're on, could slide. So you understand you have to use your intuition, or you can people have called for readings or whatever. If you have an intuitive place where you want to go or where you think you should go, you can always call and get a reading about that. I can say it from me, um, if you want to schedule something like that, or just use your own intuition, ask for confirm, uh, confirmation, and proof about where you feel you should be. But I would suggest no major cities. You need to be two tankfuls of gas from any major city, because of the uh, societal glut. We're gonna just they'll 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 take your life for a crust of bread.
2: And that will happen after a few days.
0: After four days. Once
2: food runs out and water runs out, people are going to be desperate.
0: Now, what's going to also happen is they're (laughs) planning on, since we have no money, no houses, no jobs in the last three years, and they're going to uh, plan on more economic collapse worldwide, the food shortage will be there. So you should be stocking water and food now, but the right things. And then putting it, finding a location, so you have to get together with like-minded individuals. You can find me or on my website and find more like-minded individuals that can build a community that is cohesive, not with just guns and ammo, that can rebuild towns and life after these changes. The first two to three years of these changes is going to be kind of tough. And then the first 14, 15, will be getting back on our footing like you So all the tools your great-granddad had a couple of years ago, that's the kind of stuff we need to be back to. So, this is again not to incite fear; it's to make to give you practical plans. This is worst case scenario, and I mean it is really more than likely going to happen because it has happened prior to and how can I say this? It's important that you prepare so we are considered trying to find those bases. I have several people with me from my other lectures on this topic, and again, I've lectured with those um like i said been um, honored people to be lectured with on that same ticket, so to speak, or bill. But if you want to know how to make your you want to contact me, we can do it through Skype, or you can have me do a workshop for you or your group. But you need at least 100. Remember, your family in your basement is not going to make it. Your food storage, I don't care if you have a year's worth, is not going to make it. What happens if you get sick down there just from inhaling something incorrect? What happens if somebody comes to your outlying, wherever your location is, locates your cabin, locates your house, and since you're in the basement locked down there, they'll just, oh, the top may be burned away. What are you going to do? What if they dig right down through because they sense that you must have put something there or you might have they there just seeking to find out what you got? They'll rummage through and what are you going to do then? What if something happens to you or your partner? Can your kids handle it? But in Even
2: a, something as simple as a toothache. could Exactly.
0: Is something as small as this. But the community structure of at least 100 can help one another. Mm. They can help keep the process running in the dome structures that should be underground.
2: Can I, can I mention something? There's something you touched on before, and that is fear. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of people react out of fear, and there's a lot of people making money out of that fear. Yeah. You know, you can't, what you've got to do is take a big, deep breath, sit back, and apply some common sense. Yes, yeah,
0: common sense. So we're going to pause for a little break, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. This is the topic today. we were talking about being safe for these earth changes that are real and palpable as we speak. I'm here with my guest, Dave Raxall, and we'll be back in just a moment. Indy100.com
1: Survival
0: 2012 and beyond. So is it a myth? Is it misconception? Is it real? Do you just turn your back? Stick your head in the sand. What do you do? Oh, I know you don't want to hear it, but there are lots of things that happen that we don't want to hear. So if you want to know the truth and clear the myths and misconceptions about the volcanoes, tsunamis, hurricanes, and just what to do to survive, join me now for workshop intensives. Find more information at my website, at www.inthesecretgarden.com or write at info at Yes, you should be concerned. Yes, you should be prepared, but properly. This is Antonia Lau, and I have that information for you and much more. So you can be and have the information without the fear and prepare properly to survive. Find more information at my website at in the For more information about workshops in your area, write info at InTheSecretGarden.com. in the Indeed, one
1: hundred.
0: And we're back. This is, of course, Beyond the Here Now. I'm your host, Antonia Lal. You can find more information about me and this topic of 2012 and what's real and what's not at www.inthesecretgarden.com. That's inthesecretgarden.com. I have with me my in-studio guest again, Dave Raxall, and oddly enough, he has his own company, but we've been working on community structure as well, getting these workshops out so people know just what to do. I would rather you be safe and you and your family or loved ones, or just friends. But it should be like-minded individuals that work to have a cohesive community that has to be underground. These dome structures can be done by Cal Earth Institute, um, by dirt. You can do it with a people. Seven people can build one quickly, just putting dirt with a can and, and following their plan. Or through David B. South's monolithic dome, and there are several other structures that I have on the, online that these can be done safely. There are precursors that I've been watching as well to these changes. So those points we're going to be talking about, but how to be safe. Now, Dave, you had mentioned something on the break about common sense.
2: Yes. Um, I mean, you know, the bottom line is, I mean, you were talking before about, um, uh, you know, gas tank. Uh, right. right. Do you really want to spend a year underground in a can? Exactly. You know, I mean, the point of the matter is, is that to save you going mad and killing each other, you really want some level of normalcy. Yes, you have to. So you'd want to build a a, a place that felt like home, that you felt comfortable with, to save you from going nuts. Yes. Um, You know, the the idea is as well, as you said, you couldn't possibly make it on your own. However comfortable you may think, you've got to think outside the square a little bit. And think about what happens. I mean, you know, some of these movies that they put on the TV, uh, that's kind
0: of sort of what's likely to happen. Oh, what is that movie? It's called uh, 28...
2: Uh, well, The Road is, is the road. 28 Days After. Right. You know, those, uh, the, the sort of basic idea that of people going crazy. I mean, you just, you know, sometimes like simple things like when they run out
0: of gas. What's exactly. Like the, People go crazy. Yeah, that one, that movie, Tooth and Nail. You should see that one. Absolutely. But it, these are things that society as a whole. When things are run um, not out, when they run off pattern, everything runs aground. And so people aren't as kind, as compassionate as they should be.
2: And the thing is, is you've got to work together with a group of people all pulling in the same direction. And the the reason that I have got hooked up with you on this Mm -hmm. is because you're not trying to make money for you. Thank you. You've already put a bunch of your own money into building community. That's correct. And that's what I like. And, you know, the point of the matter is, is you're also a very credible person. I mean, you've done Thank readings you. for me and I've been sitting there with my mouth open, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, and I'm just a regular guy. Right. So, um, you know, that kind of thing adds massive, massive credibility. So as far as I'm concerned, as I said, I'm like you. I want to help people. I want right. people to, to survive this. Um, you know, but I don't want them just, you know, I don't
0: I wouldn't want to just exist. No, they're not. Psychologically, they'll kill each other or themselves.
2: I, exactly. So the idea is you've got, to, you've got to apply common sense to this and think about truly how this is going to happen. You cannot possibly do it by yourself. You have to get together with a group of like-minded people, and then you've got to let go of ego. What you have to do is be prepared to work together. Correct. You know, don't be all full wrapped up in your own self-importance because you've got a bunch of money. What You can't take it with you. Thank you. You know, you've got to think about not just your family, but the family of of humankind. Humankind. Exactly.
0: Because in a crisis situation, if you're sliding down a mountain and and somebody happens to see you and and, and you have to grab their hand, you're not going to care whether that's your family or not. But that person is necessary to help you back off that ledge.
2: Well, the big problem we've got nowadays, of course, is everything is me, 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 me. Exactly. You know, we've been conditioned to that.
0: What I find is it's nice and wonderful for people to take care of their families, but they forget that's not enough, 10, 20. I don't care how many you have in your family or whether it's a large family. Unless there's 100 or 200, you're not going to make it. And it should be like-minded individuals that want to rebuild. Or And your community can have its own focus. If it has focus of guns only, well, you're going to attract more people with more guns only. If it has a purpose of what I try to enforce with my focus on community or my community basis, is to have a cohesive community where we train, we share knowledge, so we can continue to build villages and towns af- in the aftermath of all this once we're able to come back to service again six Two months to a year. Yes, I'm talking about this, folks. It's not some fantasy. Your governments are ready for it. They're just not telling you. So you can go watch TV if you want. And yes, you still have you do your work, there's people you need to talk about this, and you have some people gonna call you crazy. Let them. Seventy percent of the population will not be prepared.
2: Well, we spend far too much time on trying to look good. Exactly. Don't don't be scared. Be prepared.
0: That's great. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'd rather uh, you've been safe than sorry. So my whole point about this, uh, you know, we expect the best but prepare for the worst, and I mean worst case scenario. And this is always, but I discuss this in these workshops. Mm. So if you'd like to have me in your town, your area, uh, I'd be happy to do so, or we'll be doing it on the website as well as in um, webinars. But please, it's to take you through so you absolutely can get all your questions answered about what's really going to be happening with these changes, what are you more than likely going to be able to expect, and how best to prepare mentally physically and spiritually for these changes so you can come out ahead and be one of that strong rebuilding force on the other on the other end so people aren't prepared they go yeah i have some canned goods i'll keep uh you know some supplies that's not enough i don't get it i'm thinking are you kidding me literally in hurricane season in florida What ends up happening is everybody knows, oh, we better prepare. They all go to Home Depot, Lowe's, and buy out all the plywood. They put all the plywood on their windows. They buy out all the water and food. The shelves are done. There's nothing there. And they're ready to sit out four days to a week. They're going to be, you know, they know they've been through this kind of disaster before. The odd thing is the only structures that survive that are the dome structures. You can see pictures on monolithic dome and see them. They're the only ones that survive. Everything else usually gets flattened or raised, and they have to rebuild.
2: Well, dome circles, eggs are the more, the strongest structures there are.
0: Exactly, because they spread the load. They spread the load. So it's important that we have to. Sh- we'll show you not only just a building the dome structure. Can't just have one. You have to have a community. Do you understand? A community, if you must realize this is your fellow mankind. You you need everything from the skill of knitting, how can I say it to, to building to growing your vegetable garden underground, to all these things, to what you need to get to put these things these skill sets to these things together. You're gonna to need everybody's talents, spoken or unspoken.
2: Well, we can't just pop out to the supermarket anymore, right? Not anymore, not for a while.
0: exactly. And you have to ask yourself, why is your government not telling you this and they're preparing? Now, I'm going to share one more thing with you. Oddly enough, with all these, I always ask for tangible clues. I was asked by a client that I've had for 13 years to do a reading. And she met me at the the studio. And uh, on the way there from my house, I was driving to the Burbank studio and... What ended up happening was I looked to the right, two lanes to the right, and there was a huge military convoy. Now this wasn't a normal California convoy. I've you know been there for years and I'd never seen something like this. We see a couple of trucks, you know. Kind of, these were all huge Humvees, the big ones, all camouflaged out. And on the back, it went for. There were some twenty or thirty. It was as far as I could see behind me for a distance. It wouldn't stop. There was a strange thing about this convoy. Um, there were on the back were tanks and then generators. And, but there were two men to every Humvee. And as I kept driving fast, I got a feeling intuitively something was not right. They were very rigidly looking ahead. Now, between where I live in California, I live uh, south of Edwards Air Force Base. The next base, is, military base, is going to be in San Diego. That's a couple hundred miles to get to, 2 three hundred three-hour drive. Usually the guys are laughing and joking. There was none of this. They were sitting at attention in the, the trucks. They were looking straight ahead, not even talking to one another. They had on these sun goggles, and they had their helmets snapped tight under their chin, all cameled out in clothing. I got a sense that this was not good, but I continued on to the studio. When I got to the studio, my client had brought a friend that I had also done a reading for from out of state. She would come that day. And she said, Antonia, my husband is in military and has been for 13 years. And I want to open with a, I always open a reading with a question, then I go for broke on what they're showing you about your life. But that question she had as her opening question. She said, her husband told her, he's been in military 13 years. She said, her husband said, we need to seriously think about relocating internationally. And he thought the best place would be Spain. She said he couldn't, he said to her, he couldn't tell her why, but they must seriously consider relocating. And she wanted to know if it was best for them to do so, for her to do so, because she loved her home, she loved the area, she had friends and family all her life here. So she wondered what, whether it was correct. Well, the reading turned out, I didn't say a thing, I can't allude to what I had just seen 15 minutes before in the convoy. I didn't say a word, I just did the reading as I am to do so professionally. And the answer was yes, it was best for her to really consider relocating internationally after I answered the you know that question and went into detail for her. I asked her, "Excuse me, I hope you don't mind, but what branch of service is your partner is your husband in?" She said, "Oh, Antonia, he's in the Navy. He's been in the Navy for thirteen years. now I had just seen Army going crazy, and here I, she's talking within a few minutes of that the Navy." So seriously, if you want more information, we're also looking for corporations that want to donate for the benefit of others, as well as those personal private uh, groups or organizations or private citizens that would donate to safe communities. If you do so, you can please contact me at info at InTheSecretGarden.com. This is for the benefit of all the greater good for all. I want to thank you for listening today. You can find more information at InTheSecretGarden.com. Remember, I will be happy to do those workshops in your area. You just have to give me a call. in InTheSecretGarden.com Just write info at InTheSecretGarden.com And for all of us, I want to wish you all the best.